0: Hi, I'm Becky and this is the I Can Relate podcast. I am so excited about today's episode. I have two of my friends that live right here in Baltimore, Maryland. I have my friend Heather Lefevers and Monica Hamilton and you are gonna enjoy these ladies. They are amazing, they're funny, and I definitely think that you will find them relatable. Hey friends, how's it going today?
1: Hello, good morning. It's going good.
0: Okay, so we're gonna start out with Heather. Heather, um, how are you feeling today? Heather's um, pregnant.
1: I feel like I need more coffee.
0: And Heather, what number is this for you?
1: This is baby number eight. Ooh. So
0: she is going to have eight kids coming up only, soon. Only eight. Only eight. <laughs> but this
1: is our final. This is my final child. Uh-huh. This is uh-huh. my final answer. Uh-huh. Sure, <laughs> is this is it. my <laughs> final No, really, it is. I promise this time. Oh okay.
0: That's all, right messed,
2: no. That's all right though. That's This is more than merrier. Come no, <laughs> eight, is, eight is enough. Okay. Is yes,
0: enough. Monica. More than merrier. And how many kids do you have?
2: I have two. Are you guys <laughs> <start laughs> <two? It's laughs> <not laughs> <enough>. Better catch <laughs> up. No. Six more
0: to have. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh my yeah. God. And no. so, let Heather?
1: What are the ranges of your kids? My oldest is 19 and currently in college, and I have one on the way. So, nearly 20 years—a 20-year gap in my kids. That's amazing. The Seriously. That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. crazy. But your older ones probably help you and... a lot, a ton. Yeah. My, I have a 17 year old, and she is a huge blessing, not only to me, but to other people. Yeah. But she's saved that for me
2: before, so she, I can attest to that. She's yeah. fabulous.
1: <laughs> and she thinks she's a mom.
2: Yeah. So I if mean, you leave your
1: children
0: with her, they will definitely be mothered. Awesome. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and then um, go ahead and share their names. Yes. Give us the mouthful of all their names. We want to hear their names. Mm-hmm. Um, Bradley is 19. Nolani, 17.
1: Mia, 12. DJ is 6. Aurora is 4. Sila is 2. Ezekiel is 11 months. And baby... No name so far no name. <laughs> is in the belly, and we'll be here in eleven weeks. Eleven, 11 weeks, hopefully Week. less.
2: Do you know what you're having?
1: A girl,
0: a girl, a girl.
2: Sweet
1: Monica girl. or
0: Becky, there you go.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: She's from I one of us. <laughs> I love oh, Briar. I want to name pretty. her pretty. I
0: like different names too, but
1: Derek does not like Briar. He thinks of a thorny bush, so <laughs>
0: probably not Briar. <Breyer. laughs> so you'll you'll just have to. Find out, or maybe when the baby comes, you'll just it'll just a name will pop up in your he head. He will name
1: her, and I will be like, "Oh,
2: great, thanks." <laughs> I just carried her for nine months. Oh, so you're nice. welcome.
0: Okay, and Monica, um, you have two kids. I you have said. two.
2: This won't take me as long. It's Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, Lincoln, he is eight, and London, she is six. six. And adorable. Uh, yeah, they're my two little babes.
0: Yes, um, and so Monica here was uh, my son, my oldest son Marcus. Um, she was his kindergarten I teacher.
2: Marcus, he was such a sweet. He is such a sweet kid. He was a, awesome to have. Yes,
0: well, we enjoyed you as his teacher as well. But Thank he you. loved you, and he would. Like, even to this day, like, for walking through the halls, uh-huh. as you know, he's like, I gotta go give her a hug. Oh, so I love that. I love it when they remember me. <laughs>
2: he's
0: he's very, very tender
1: hearted, i kindergarten that way. teacher. I never went to kindergarten.
0: You never did? No.
1: Oh. I, I actually went to kindergarten twice. Oh, well, then I there you go. was not a very good sharer. So I had to <laughs> repeat <laughs> kindergarten. Well, yeah, oh. you gotta learn
2: how to share.
0: Yeah, I did <laughs> not share well day. in kindergarten. Yeah. So, um, before we like really jump into the podcast, um, because we're all moms, and for those of you listening, if you're new, I'm I'm Becky, and I have two kids as well. I'm kind of with Monica here. Um, God just blessed me with only two, and I'm very happy about that. But I have an older son named Marcus, who is seven, and then um, my other boy is five, and his name is Miles, Marcus and Miles. And so, yes, (laughs) and so we're hoping that Miles will also get Monica, but we'll see, because you can't pick your, you can't pick your teacher. So we're just hoping.
2: Um, not really. No.
0: Yeah. I think... Oh, can teachers pick the students? I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Here, I'll give you Uh this much if you pick my kid. No. Um, okay, so here's an icebreaker. And every mom probably would come up with their own things, but I'd like to hear from you guys. List six things, and it can be six things between you, or if you can spiel off real quick, six things that a mom should have on her possession at all times.
2: Oh, this is a good one. So I like this list.
0: I'm gonna say baby wipes. I don't care if your kid is 17 or 19 that because always come in handy. they're the best. I use them for everything. We were just at a a local place here in baltimore eating um and my husband and i got the wings the very very messy buffalo wings mm-hmm. and we both were like using that and our hands were like perfect afterwards so and then, of course we gave it to our kids so for me it's baby wipes and I'm i am sure you. agree, he, okay. I, agree wing.
1: Oh, I agree wings you should always have always have wings no i agree baby wipes are a definite must and hand sanitizer i have hand sanitizer everywhere yes. in my car because when i pump gas oh it's disgusting So I always have Mm -hmm. hand sanitizer with me. Always.
2: Okay. I was going to say underwear slash diapers (laughs) slash toilet paper. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's actually (laughs) a good 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 one. (laughs) That was like my mom's thing. She was always like, always have... On a clean pair of underwear, you never know, <laughs> you there never might know be an emergency. <laughs> and that so has stuck fun. with me throughout the years. Yeah.
0: I feel like I met a mom, like, before I ever had kids who would carry, like, in the back of her car just, like, some extra changes extra of, clothes. of clothes. Mm-hmm. I never think to do that. That's actually a really good one. Um, awesome. So anything else you want to add to I the I did want to throw in one thing. I okay.
2: just came back from a trip, and I borrowed my friend's fanny pack. And I haven't taken it off since. Like, I'm mm. wearing it right now. Mm. And it's, it's just so much better than a purse. And
0: where did you get it?
2: So my friend let me borrow My friend Ashley let me borrow she it. She borrowed it from her friend and hasn't returned it. I'm, I'm not, like, like I'm back not giving back. No. Like no, girlfriend. this was like a week ago. <laughs> you saved, not saved it? Two weeks ago. <laughs> I still have it. And I'm going awesome. to challenge everybody to the fanny pack. Try the fanny just pack again. Just try it for a week.
0: I, I would be able to see the fanny pack. Okay, okay. I didn't even it, notice it, it, you were wearing a fanny pack when you came in the house. Until, face until face you face face. just said something. Now I'm like, okay, I think I can envision it's that amazing, she has a fanny pack like, on. It's
2: like nothing strapped. No what color scratching. is it? It's black. Oh, okay. But She's sitting down close. So now I want, so now so I want I one here. in every color. <laughs> for
0: of my outfits. Yeah. I want a dressy one. And then you're just like completely hands <laughs> free. And there's also nothing. Totally hands free.
1: But we get all the
0: do you remember having them when you were young? Oh yeah, that's I why I said. Did you, did you did you grab it from your childhood? Have you been saving it all these years? That's why I, I know I, said. I have
1: one somewhere. I'm yeah. saying, go with
0: the fanny so, pack. So fanny pack, and you know it's I like have that. noticed they're coming back around. So I they're just, just saw in better a style.
1: Iridescenty one. On Facebook the other yeah. day, and I was like, "Why would anybody?" You might wear have to wear yours thing? over your belly. Can wear it up here, so it would be. We don't even. That would just be a yeah. picture. It would have a. Oh my oh word! Yeah. Yeah. That would be awesome. <laughs> but just like just when like see your me curlers. on Sunday, and I have my fanny pack Okay, so as my belt. Heather
0: yeah. and Heather is the one. Just in case you need reminding again, Heather is the one that's having her eighth child. And um, you were just saying like, oh, yeah, a picture with your fanny pack above your pregnant belly. <laughs> um, be she great. just said like your curlers. So she just sent a picture. I said I told her I was like, OK, I need headshots. So just, you know, <laughs> send me a headshot. If you if you don't have one, I'll take one. And um, she sent over a picture with her in like big rollers, it was amazing. and it, it was it was pretty hilarious. So very um, relatable. Yes, very relatable. But we all
1: have that in the morning. Nobody walks out of the house and looks as fabulous as we do when we to- are outside.
0: Yeah.
2: We
1: yeah. are all
0: a crazy mess in the morning. When oh we my wake word! Up. Absolutely. I mean, I went down, dropped my kids off, and. Hadn't done my makeup, had my hair in a ponytail, and now I'm wearing a mom bun, but I do have my makeup on now. Thought I should do a little something there.
2: And kids um, have a way of keeping us humble, too. London, every morning, oh, mommy, your hair is crazy. Yeah. Thanks, yeah, babe. Go back to bed.
0: Um, I've okay. seen her stylist. for little things. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell that story really quick, Monica. Oh, so
2: London was with her cousins for the week, and she, I got a picture sent to me of, I don't know if you guys... Are familiar with these little Velcro toy balls? Yeah, they're like plastic. They're, called, Something. they're plastic. I don't know. Yeah, what and they called. have like little spokes
0: type. They remind thing. Of me of
2: little Velcro because they connect. They yeah. hook to each other. Yes. Like that, and you can make little creations. Yeah. Well, they her and her cousins decided to put them in her hair. Apparently, they were trying to make a crown.
1: A crown. That,
2: yeah. And then they ended up putting like it looked like at least fifty of these in and the back got- of her hair, and. Yeah. I and was,
0: her hair is not, like, short. It's, right, like, to her shoulders, right, right. right?
2: I saw the picture, and I thought, we're going to have to cut our hair off. Yeah. But they got them all out.
0: And she survived. she
2: survived, and, she survived and yeah. we're okay. And we have a story to and tell. Thank you. now we Thank don't play you. with them anymore, now right? we will never. We do not play with <laughs> them anymore.
0: Oh, yes. Um, some things, yeah, you just need to – some toys you just need to, without telling your children, just I throw guys. them away. Throw them in the trash. Ours mm-hmm. is the little stamps that they get. Um, the little with the little cap oh, on the, the little, bottom oh. mm-hmm. because miles has um, taken the stamp and marked some of my walls and i even tried to paint over it and it still light like, came shining through after i painted over it so the um maybe the wet mr clean yeah mr clean mr. is up there. Magic, magic eraser magic eraser yeah. Mm-hmm. yes yeah magic eraser those are amazing mm-hmm. Oops. Um, if you heard that boom, that was me talking with my hands, um, and hitting the microphone. Okay. So, um, we've kind of shared, um, just a little bit about ourselves. Um, actually, uh, Monica, um, you're a a single mom I am, and I'd love for you to share that with our listeners. I think there are a lot of single moms out there that, um, bear a lot of the burden because they're working the jobs, they're taking care of the kids. And um, so tell us a little bit about your job and then tell us about the blessings that God, um, even just the vacation you just took, mm-hmm. um, that God has blessed you with as a single mom. Um,
2: yeah, so I'm a single mom, um, have been for, I guess, four years now, and it's just been a lot of trial and error learning and growing, and um, but I have gotten a, a many, many blessings along the way. Uh, I've been teaching for 10 years now, and along with that, I have a lot of other little side jobs that I do, and um, I'm also a recent homeowner, yeah, which that was really huge. Yeah, share the story on that. Uh, So, obviously, I was renting before then, and then I started looking. I knew that my kids just needed more space, and I wanted that for them, so I started looking Not really sure if I was going to be able to afford it, how it was going to work out, but I just kind of went on faith and got my realtor um, and started looking. And I looked at almost like 40 houses. (laughs) That's a lot of houses. I know,
0: buying is such a process.
2: (laughs) Oh my goodness. I didn't even have a clue. And I was really close to my deadline. I had to let my apartment complex know if I was going to renew my lease by the end of November. And it was almost the end of November, I had looked at many many houses, hadn't found anything, was pretty sure that I was just going to have to renew my lease again. And I finally went to go look at this last house and I knew it was going to be the last house that I looked at. And I went in and I just knew it was like the perfect house. Hmm. Um, Love that. <laughs> and along the way, like after I realized that that was the house that I wanted, it was right within my price range. It was like the right size, the location. I'm like literally three minutes from work. Um, Just the whole buying process. Just one thing after another started happening. I started um, just getting all these little blessings from the Lord. Financially. Financial, unexpected things. Um, And I was able to get this house. And now looking back at all some of the other houses that I thought I was going to get, I knew they would have been way too much for me. And I look at my house now and it's not more than I can take care of. Yeah, that's awesome. There's like no grass that I need to mow, which is amazing. <laughs> yes, that's great, like, oh, especially so for Maryland. As a huge <laughs> So it's just, it was made very, very clear to me that this was the house that God wanted yeah. for me and my family. And I'm just so thankful for that.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. And then you just recently were able to take a vacation.
2: Oh, yeah. Um,
0: by yourself, which yes, is sometimes yes. really nice for moms to just get away by themselves. <laughs>
2: Absolutely. I just, with the whole buying house buying thing I was like I need to I need get away like I need a vacation I was like trying to do things with like my sisters my mom is, for one reason or another those things kept falling through and I'm like you know what I'm just gonna go by myself <laughs> <laughs> so I have a friend who lives in Greece and she's you know always posting these amazing pictures and I always comment she, and she always says oh you should come out and I'm always like yeah right and I'm like you know what I'm just gonna do it so I bought the ticket and I went out there spent an amazing week just Seeing all the sites, had an incredible time, and I was really blessed. And now I'm much more relaxed. Yeah, ready. Ready. <laughs> so for last night for I was summer. on Facebook
1: looking
0: at your page,
1: and mm-hmm. I
2: saw a picture of your foot. And
1: oh, someone for that, for bent yes. over it. Can you please tell me what
0: happened there? Okay, I missed that one. I missed that oh, picture. Oh, so
2: I one of the things that I did, I went um, swimming in the caves. Oh, which was, okay. Like, probably oh, that's my awesome. That's fav, my favorite thing. Um, Well, I'm thinking this is when it happened. I was holding on to the side of the cave and kind of stepped down on there. And then the next day, I started, you know, just walking around and my heel hurt. And I thought, Mm. oh, maybe I just was walking too much. (laughs) I don't know. And then when I went to go look at it, my heel was a little bit swollen. And when I looked closer, I had a bunch of little spikes in there. And I'm pretty sure I stepped on sea urchin. Oh, and they're still in there. You can wow. see. Them. Oh my goodness, she can. I'm gonna have to look <laughs> yeah.
0: after this episode um, now. So that was got my, me curious. My
2: souvenir that I brought back so with did, me.
0: What happened? I mean, like, did you have to like?
2: You so know, my friend and her the- husband were kind of trying to operate on it. Took a little needle, and we're trying to. Yeah, pull
0: the picture out. on Facebook is her foot, yeah. and then
1: a bunch of people hovering over, <laughs> over her foot, foot, trying to. Pull them out. yes. Something. Yeah, and I actually, it was like, wait, let me go back. I think I missed something. Let me. <laughs> and read you right didn't then. feel that when
0: you stepped on no. it. No. Wow, it's <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Well, so. it's that's mm-hmm. awesome. I, I mean, not about the sea, <laughs> but um, just about the goodness of God in your life, yeah. and mm-hmm. how God has given you His grace, His mercy, His love, and ways, um, even through being single. And that journey that you've been on for the last four years and that's awesome and i i think that there are a lot of single moms out there that um they're single for whatever reason and god has taken them um, allowed them to be on this journey and um they need that encouragement that Mm -hmm. there is hope that they're that there's strength that Mm -hmm. that god is good even um even when you feel i feel like you probably could feel overwhelmed at times (laughs) um because i i mean (sighs) I'm married, and of course my husband helps and everything, but it's I still can feel overwhelmed at times with just all yeah. the things that I have to do and um, take I care of Sometimes I just pray home. and
2: ask God, God, I just need a hug for me today.
0: Oh, I and love he, that. And he
2: sends me like little things that will encourage me. That's awesome. Whether it's a stranger on the street just saying something about my kids being yeah. good or well-behaved or something like that, yeah. or just something that will encourage me. Oh, and, God sends those things to me, and it's awesome.
0: And I was going to say... Um, the being a single mom, um, or even being single, Mm -hmm. um, I think, and even being married, I think that it's important. I think God just shows us that, um, our husbands or a lack of a husband, but, um, our husband, a boyfriend, or thinking that you need a Mm -hmm. husband or a boyfriend that, Oh, he's going to be able to provide and meet every single need. And I think even we can get in that moment as, as married women, Heather and I, um, like, Oh yeah, my husband, he's going to provide and take care of my needs. But I think God wants to show that he is ultimately the person that can only take care of us. And,
2: and the one that brings us joy
0: and the, and the mm-hmm. one that brings us joy and doesn't disappoint. And mm-hmm. yes.
2: doesn't come
1: home late or... <laughs> right. Or not fe- that, not that that happens. No, but we can put expectations
0: house, but... right. on our husband or whatever, and they can put on expectations on mm-hmm. us and we have to be careful of that. Um, and, but yeah, but that God, because we can be going through things in our life that really our husband can't help us with there. Like he can try to offer encouragement and all that, but ultimately it is us getting in the presence of God Mm -hmm. that is going to help us in our time of need. And so, um, for anybody who is single, wanting to be married out there, um, you know, Listen to um, what Monica said about how she prays and asks God for a hug, because what she's doing is she's saying, God, I just need you. You're the only one that can fill my needs. Mm-hmm. And if I get married again, God will um, bless. Fine, He'll bless me in that way. But like, still, ultimately, He is not going to be the one that's going to be able to take care of me the way you can, God. And the same with Heather and I. You know, okay, Derek, Stephen, <laughs> they're going to disappoint. We're going to disappoint them. Um, but yet God, um, will never disappoint and he will always take care of us and meet the exact need and knows the exact need way more than a spouse could ever know. So just an encouragement there for a single mom or someone that's looking to be married. Um, so that's really good. Now, um, how did you come to know the Lord? Um, just share a little bit of your testimony, um, Monica, of how you came to know Christ.
2: Yeah, sure. So I grew up in a Christian home, um, always went to church, um, and was saved just at a really young age and went through the youth ministry, graduated from a Christian school, then even went off to a Bible college. Um, the whole nine. Grew up in um, that environment. It was also very like rules-centered environment. Mm. And um, so I've just always have known church. My whole life has just been church. And then just within the last couple of years, I've just had to kind of relearn church <laughs> yeah like it was my my life was more church than it was my walk with god or like my my spiritual well-being so that's just kind of been my new journey is just kind of learning that it's not the rules um which are fine you know when you're growing up everybody needs rules because you yeah, need sure. structure and structure yeah but now it's like why do i have these rules and um are these the rules that are going to apply to me now and accept them as my own so that's yeah. just kind of been my new journey now. You, and learning yeah. that has just been just so eye-opening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like yes. Now it's like, oh, this is why I do this. This is why I don't do that. Because God's protecting me because it's that's what brings me true happiness. You know, those other things, you know, sin and things of the world bring happiness for a short time. Right. But now I just, and this is what I want more than anything. I want lasting joy. Yeah. And that's just kind of been my new and you've searched se- in life <laughs> you've tasted
0: and seen that right. the Lord is good mm-hmm. and I feel like even if more young people can realize and and they can taste and see that God is good um, that they'll that it won't be so much for them all about the rules mm-hmm. it will be about wow look what God has done for me like look at his grace and his mercy Absolutely. in my life mm-hmm. and his love and man I deserve this mm-hmm. you know I deserve hell but God, you and your grace and your mercy you died for me you gave me um eternal life if i believe and accept it and so that's awesome yeah i i'm learning a lot about grace too um and then heather what about you can you share your testimony about um just how you've come to know the lord um your journey is a little bit monica and i kind of we both grew up in church i grew up in church i actually grew up in a pastor's home a very loving pastor's home very real Um, their faith was very real Um, I love my parents. Um, I was the type of child too, that never went to disappoint my parents. Um, but they are amazing people, very godly. And they did have rules and they were strict, but they were, it was very, it was done in a very loving, um, loving and gracious way. And I wouldn't change anything, um, about how I was raised. Um, so my testimony is a little bit more of Monica, you know, born and raised in a preacher's home for many years. And my dad's retired now. But um, I'd love for you to share your story because I feel like there's probably someone out there that can relate and be encouraged um, to see even um, in your difficulty how good God has been and how good he is um, right now.
1: (laughs) So I have definitely come from the flip side of the coin. Mm -hmm. I um, grew up, my parents were married when I was, well, they were married when I was young and then they got divorced And we moved away from my childhood home we lived on a farm it was great and then we moved to Maryland away from where I was growing up and in the next I'd say four or five years my mom actually went into a drug addiction she had problems with drugs and my lifestyle wasn't the best because you know mom wasn't the best she wasn't in the best place so she couldn't be the best mom So she made some bad decisions, which led to me making bad decisions. I was 13, and I was interested in boys, and boys were interested in me, and I didn't really have that guidance to lead me where I was supposed to be going. So I lived a few years of craziness, and my grandmother had come to our house and scooped me up and said, you know, this is not how this is going to be anymore. And luckily for me, my grandmother was attending a church at the time. So when she took me, she took me right to the church. I mean she didn't pick me Mm. up and say, We're going to the church. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But we went to the church and I was saved and I was baptized, thankfully. And within a few months of going to the church, that was wonderful, that I loved the church. It wasn't that I didn't love the church. We went on a youth trip away to a different church, out of state. And when I went to this church, I was presented with the rules that Monica was talking about. Maybe not the same list of rules, but (laughs) the same rules. And I decided, mm, no, church really isn't for me. I can't follow those rules. I'm not a good person. Not that I wasn't a good person or that it's about being that rules follower, but I said You
2: couldn't be that kind of I wasn't. Person. I wasn't that kind of a good <laughs>
1: person. There was no way that I could follow that list of yeah. rules. And so when I got back, I told my A lot of pressure you were feeling. Right, it was, and like looking back now, it's obviously not about the rules. And I know right. that now. Right. But at the time, as a 15-year-old, I was like, whoa that's a lot of rules. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. So I backed away from the church and my grandmother allowed it. She you know, said, okay, we're not going to, we don't have to go back. So I lived, you know, the next, I should say 20 years avoiding the church. I was married at 18. I had my son. My marriage wasn't the best. I ended up having an affair and getting pregnant and having that child and then another child out of wedlock. And I met my husband, my current husband, when I was... 29 and I put myself right back in the same predicament that I was when I was 13 my husband had drug problems and alcohol problems on top of it so in his roller coaster of downwardness um, he came to a point where he was at his bottom and he said we need God and I just laughed that was my answer Mm -hmm. you need God I'm just gonna laugh because Mm -hmm. there is no way that you can follow those rules it's not gonna happen and, but we were at the bottom. We were at the pit. We had nowhere else that's to good. turn. Mm. Our, I mean, if it weren't for him making that statement, I am 100% positive that I would be a widow. My husband would be dead. I wouldn't have at least half of my children. It would be just bad. Mm. So we went on Facebook, because, you know, that's where you go. <laughs> and I asked for a church, and people said, oh, you should try this particular church and so we went to Rosedale and right away I knew this is it this is where we're supposed to be Mm
0: -hmm.
1: listening to the pastor preach and the people there it just like this was it
0: and Rosedale is uh, the church here and uh, the local church that we all three go to
1: right Mm -hmm. so that was where we were supposed to be and our lives literally I would say within I mean immediately things changed Mm -hmm. but I would say within the next six to eight months our lives completely turned around and my children have are attending the school a christian school now my husband has been that's clean awesome. for three and a half years wow, that's great. That's awesome. almost four i mean wow. our lives have completely turned around and all because he said we need god and i didn't turn my back on him and be like no we're not doing that mm-hmm. yeah. but we just hung in there so i was saved young mm-hmm. turned my back yeah and then came back around and said okay we we can try this and i'm so thankful so so thankful that we did my oldest son who was in college is actually in bible college yeah that's so awesome to change other people's lives because and he's seen it growing up he has seen that flip side so he knows Mm -hmm. the dark side and he wants to make sure that he can shine a little light. I love that. help shine a
0: little light. That's awesome. That's so He's awesome. definitely not shining light himself, mm-hmm. but... And you can see God's mercy in his hand, um, even in mistakes that you made. You know, I think that's for all of us. Mm-hmm. We make mistakes, but God's hand and his grace is still there. And you're seeing that grace mm-hmm. through your son. And can you share the story um, recently about your son and your ex-husband? wow um, oh, so... Because that's such a beautiful it, story as it's well. Wonderful.
1: My oldest son, the one who is in college, I'm obviously divorced from his father because I'm married to my new husband now. (laughs) So we are divorced and have been divorced for 17 years, I guess. We have not been together for a very long time. But like I said, my son obviously came to church with us. And when my ex-husband was having problems with his stepdaughter, so his new daughter from another relationship, Mm -hmm. she um, was having personal well personal problems at school she had come into some contact with some people who were giving her substances and they he called me and he said you know can i can i come to your church can i come to we go to a friday night program
0: yeah
1: for um it's reformers unanimous it's for addictions and just stuff like that so and it's very uplifting so he asked if he could come and I said, "Yeah, sure. You know, anybody can come. You're not on the do not come in list."
0: So <laughs> do he not came.
1: Like, there is not a no no list. Don't let this guy in the <laughs> yeah. door. But oh, he so <laughs> came, and on that Friday night, and mm-hmm. one of the pastors led him to the Lord that mm-hmm. night. And my he actually waited a little bit for my son to be in town when he was on his holiday break, Christmas break, and he was baptized with my. 19 year old well 18th time my son and him and he was baptized and there were tears and it was great mm, but it so. was I, I remember was I, I mean remember. to see obviously none of you know what my ex-husband looks like but he is a big guy he's not small he's six foot something and 300 and some pounds and mm-hmm. to see him in the baptismal yeah crying like he was so <laughs> like emotionally I was there. It I was, was on the
0: platform, but well, I was there. Was, I was there, yeah.
1: It was, it was hard. And then I had my son incredible. there, too. My son's crying, who's another big guy, and my ex-husband. And it was just... Yeah. And then I had my husband sitting next to me, and it was just great. Yeah. We're all
0: mm-hmm. kind of friendly now. It's, yeah. It's fabulous. It was, it's awesome. And um, even God redeemed that, you know? And I, I just think that is really... It's very beautiful testimony of God working and really showing his love to everyone Mm -hmm. you know sometimes we think that you know we do something wrong or um we've turned our back on god that god is just like well i'm done with you you know you turn Mm -hmm. your back on me you did that Mm -hmm. but he is a loving and good father and he's there waiting um for us to humble ourselves um so that we can draw close back to him and um i And I think that when you guys allowed, you know, like Derek and you went back to, well, you went back to church, but Derek, you know, got saved and all that. Um, You can see that, you know, that God just restored everything, you know. And if
1: I look back at all of my crazy years Mm -hmm. in between when I had turned my back, I can see his hands going up. Nope, we're not going to let you fail in that situation. Let me just pull you over here a little bit. You know, I have, I mean, I could be in somebody's basement tied to a radiator or, you know, things could be crazy. Yeah. But, or dead in a parking lot somewhere behind a dumpster. But he was like, no, mm -mm." different situations where he was like, nope, I'm going to keep you away from that. I'm going to protect you. Put this little hedge around you, even though you're being crazy, even though you're not doing what you should, like, you know what you should be doing. Yeah. But not listening to that little voice. Yeah. inside of me going, Oh, I'm fine. I can drive over here. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And yeah. just, you know, he always had his hand over me
0: and he protected just you.
1: leaning on me. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah,
0: it really is. Um, and thank you for sharing both of you. Thank you for sharing your testimony. And I really do hope that it is a blessing and a help to someone out there that maybe you are struggling you're, you're at your rock bottom and you just need God. Um, we all need God. It's not (laughs) just you. It's, we all need him. Whether you are a member of 20 years plus in a Mm -hmm. church, um, every single person, um, whether you've been saved for a month or you've been saved for 50 years, we all need the Lord. We can do nothing without him. And, um, he is our power. He is our strength. And, um, really there's just, I think that the more, I think uh, the older I get, the more that I see how much I need the Lord. You know, sometimes we just try to, I can do it all on my own. I can, you know, <laughs> um, handle it. And um, that kind of leads me into um, the next question are, what are some things that have helped you in the craziness of motherhood? You know, some things that maybe God has, he's spoken to you about, um, his Holy Spirit has spoken to you about maybe using scripture, or maybe it's just a, like um, a Monica was sharing. I'd love for you to share that about the sermon you heard and um, just sharing kind of what those things are that have helped you um, as a single mom and then you as a mom who has a lot of kids and like you talk about your laundry a lot.
2: I <laughs> you know it's always crazy, I mean, it's so but everybody has laundry. crazy laundry if podcast?
0: you have kids. <laughs> we, need a, we need another hour for that. that. Oh, and the laundry is just coming out the door. But we, if you have kids, I feel like you're, the laundry just never ends. No. So go ahead and just share with us, um, whoever would like to go first. (laughs) Um, just maybe Monica, we could start with you and you can share, you know, just some things that have helped you.
2: Sure. Well, first of all, what you just said is how we try to do things on our own. And that's just, why is that such a hard lesson that we all just have to learn again and again that whenever I try to do things in my own strength and my own power, I just get so stressed out and I get so overwhelmed and it's, Oh wait, let me let go of the reins here. Yeah, me, God is in l- control. Let me pray. <laughs> no, oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then like when I finally do that, how much of a load yeah. is lifted up off of me? And I'm like, why do I have to keep learning this lesson and again and again? So prayer for sure, number one. Yeah. Um, and then the sermon illustration that you were talking about, that I heard a couple months back, that just was so simple and yet it just really spoke to it you. It spoke yeah. to me. And I'm like, duh, why don't I? do that. And I'm just going to read the the Bible verse that he referenced. Yeah. And he was um, first Jesus, he listed off all the disciples and then he said, "Um, These twelve Jesus sent forth and commanded them saying, Go not into the way of the Gentiles and into any city of the Samaritans enter ye ye not, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. So he was saying, Jesus was commanding the disciples to go to, to their people first. And so what the pastor said is he called it the bucket theory. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: And he was saying what we try to do so many times is we, um, essentially we have all these different buckets in our lives of different things that we try to do that we want to to be a part of. You know, whether it's our kids, our, our job, our friends, our chores, our hobbies, all these different things. And we try to pour ourselves into all of them at the same time. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that when you do that, none of these buckets... Are actually getting filled up and that was like yes i feel so stretched thin with all the different things that i'm trying to do because as a mom you know you want to do all the things yeah and <laughs> that was me you know working multiple jobs trying to get the kids to their sports and have a social life and this that and the other and i just felt like i was not giving 100 percent. To any of these things because i was trying mm. to do all of the things yeah, and so he was good. saying what you what you do is you go like jesus commanded the disciples go to your people first mm. go to your people first because once you teach your people about me about salvation then they will go mm. to the the gentiles and the samaritans mm. he wasn't saying you know don't talk to the gentiles or whatever he was saying go to your people first and what he said is fill reprioritize your buckets yeah. <laughs> you know and then pour everything into that first bucket and once you pour everything in there, things will start spilling over to the next bucket and the bucket after that. That's so, so good. I've just so had powerful. To, I've had to learn to <clears throat> drop some things, say, yeah. okay, this is not a priority right now, and say, okay, it's a, my family's first. Like, I need to pour into my family and put everything into that. And also pouring into myself. Like, yeah. so a lot of times mm-hmm. as mom, moms, we, we forget about ourselves, mm-hmm. and we're no good to anybody else. If we haven't taken care of ourselves physically, mentally, emotionally, because then spiritually, we're all out of sorts, and, right? And then mm-hmm. you know the kids have a crazy mom, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we don't want that. So yeah. that's just been like so good. Um, it was such a good thing for me yeah. to hear and to learn from. And I've, I'm still struggling with it because I still want to do everything. Yeah. Um, but just kind of learning to to say no to things. Yeah. Um, learning to not feel bad to take a week vacation yeah. by myself. Yeah. You know. Um, <laughs> Not that that's something I'll do all the time, sure. but you know, to, to do that. But the Lord allowed you, really he opened fresh, the doors absolutely. for you to go. Yeah. Right. So that
0: was, that's really, really good. And then, like you said, the prayer thing, um, cause I notice like when I'm worried or I'm like, um, just feeling stressed out because I, I'm wanting something to go a certain way or how's it going to turn out or whatever. When I get into the presence of God, it's like that peace that just passes, you know, all understanding. Mm -hmm. Like you just, it's, you you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. When you just sit in the presence of God and you're like, okay, God, like, why am I, like, you're the God of all the universe. You created me, you know, my Mm -hmm. deepest need. And yet I'm sitting here thinking that I can do this and I'm going to figure it out. And I just need to say, I'm going to be still. And I'm just going to see, um, how the matter will fall Mm -hmm. (laughs) as, um, you know uh, Naomi told Ruth, um, and so sometimes we just need to sit still, and we just need to get in the presence of God and stop that figuring out and <laughs> and trying to do it all. Like mm-hmm. you said, all the, the like the preacher said, all the buckets, mm-hmm. um, and just go, okay, whoa, God, what do you want me to do? What what are the buckets? What is the main bucket that I need to fill right now and ask God, and that could look different for everybody. Um, And so that, yes, thank you for sharing that. Like, again, I know you, you know, we of course talked about what we were going to talk about on the Mm -hmm. podcast and you shared that then. And it it just, even more so a powerful truth, um, even again, you know, sitting here. So.
1: (laughs) Oh, excuse me. I've Uh, gone back to that several times since we spoke about it. I'm like, Where's my bucket at? Like, what bucket, Which am, bucket, I, bucket am I working on? Yeah. I am not working on this bucket today. No, this is not my bucket. I need to so refocus on... So now when I see on, you, I'm just going to be like,
2: hey, how's your bucket? How's your bucket? Yeah. My bucket list oh, is doing well great that. today. But,
1: yes, I've been going back to that.
2: This oh, is good. not my bucket yeah. today. Mm-hmm. I am not... Right.
1: Like, no. Picking up all these toys on the floor, not, will be Not fine. the bucket. Yeah. I'm not going to... Because I'm just gonna do it again in three
2: minutes. So. Yeah. And that's this, the thing is, I, not just a single mom, but any mom is just learning to yes, let something let it go, go. It's okay. and not yeah. it's it's okay. stress on it. Like if not everything's not perfect, it, yeah, it's, it's okay. okay. Yeah, Our kids are alive, okay. they're yeah. fed and clothed. And yeah. Sometimes. Clothed. Most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> My
1: kids were playing in the hose yesterday, and DJ actually came in and said, "Mom, <laughs> Selah's naked," and he's holding up her shirt and her skirt, and I'm like, oh, uh, "At least she's still got a diaper on. <laughs> <laughs> bring her in the house. Come on." But like. Yes, We've all been there. most of the time they're <laughs> yes, closed.
0: The time. <laughs> yeah. And what about you, Heather? Like some things that kind of reel you in that help you, um, you know, I have a in the craziness.
1: Really good circle of friends that mm. when my life is crazy, I will get on my, you know, my group text and this mm-hmm. is da 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 da. And they don't always say, You're right. You're right. That's, they should be listening to you exactly or they should be doing. They're like, Well, maybe maybe <laughs> you're looking at this wrong. Maybe you they should look speak at it truth. a different way, right? And mm. not that I'm doing something wrong, yeah. but like if I'm arguing with my husband about, you know, we shouldn't do it this way. We should do it this way. My way, this is the way we should do it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, maybe you should try it both ways. Like take a little bit of this mm-hmm. and a little bit of that. Or with the kids, you know, they'll say, well, did you ever think about this? And I have a mentor who has been amazing. It's actually one of my really good friend in my circle. It's her mom mm-hmm. has kind of picked me up and adopted me as hers. And you know, we all need that That's, yeah. mom or like my mom and me, we just aren't close. But um that mom has adopted me and mm-hmm. she's yeah. again a mentor. She will talk to me about, you know,
0: different things in life. Yeah. she brings it and like you said your friends and your mentor they bring a different perspective that sometimes we're blinded by because we're in the crazy in the moment
1: yeah we're in the moment has been there yeah which i think is really important we should all have someone who's been there or in a similar situation that can see it from the other side
0: Mm -hmm. of
1: the deep dark tunnel of the teenage years (laughs) like yes there is they will be normal again 12 and 13 (laughs) is not where they stay (laughs) forever but she can see the other side, so yeah. that's she can grateful. relate, yes, even she, though exactly. she's past it. Um, you might yeah. not know it, but when I found out I was pregnant this time, it was very unexpected. My baby was only five months old when we found out we were pregnant with this newest baby, okay. and I, remember, oh, it was it was bad. It was really rough. <laughs> so I remember going to one of my friends and saying, "I can't believe I'm pregnant. Like, well, maybe I'll just miscarry. Like, that's." God will just handle it like that. I'll just miscarry and everything will be fine. Mm. She was like, what are you thinking? Like, don't say stuff like that. And I've had miscarriages in the past. So that was why it was my answer. You've had how many miscarriages? I've had six miscarriages. But for me, the answer was, I'll just miscarry and everything will be fine. But like, really, that's...
2: Now that's not
1: what I wanted. But I went through months of this pregnancy going, I really don't want this. Like, I don't... Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Yes, God will take it. Thank you for this blessing. But I really don't want it. Like, it's not what I want. And then just... Life was piling on, you know, I have a hundred kids that are being crazy and I went, I didn't want to go to church because it was a Wednesday night and I don't want to go to church on every Wednesday. I just want to stay home and I want to, you know, sulk in my laundry or whatever. Yeah. So anyway, I went to this <laughs> sermon and it might not have been a Wednesday. I, you know, whatever. We all want to sulk some days and not do sure. anything. So I went and I sat in service where I always sit and it was a message where he said, The manna didn't change. They did. And I was like, What? Yeah,
2: that was a good Yes. Like
1: when they first got this gift, Mm -hmm. this pregnancy or this whatever, it was sweet like honey. It was like Mm -hmm. the best Mm -hmm. thing that they could have ever had. But they got tired of it. It got old. It wasn't it wasn't what they wanted. They wanted more.
0: Yeah.
1: So the manna didn't change. They did. And it was like, it smacked me in the face. Like, what do you mean? Man, I don't, I didn't want, like, I didn't want to hear it, but I needed to hear it. But it yeah. was like, that was like a turning point for me. Like, wait, nothing in my life has changed. My kids aren't crazier than they normally are. My husband isn't more annoying than he usually is. <laughs> like, you know, just all of these things. This pregnancy is a blessing. Everything mm. is good. Everything is meant for good. My manna never changed. Yeah. I'm my perspective
0: mm-hmm.
1: changed. But it was the best it was like a weight. Like mm. yeah. t- like the Holy Spirit was speaking right to me. Like, are you listening? Aren't
2: mm-hmm. you glad you came today? But our perspective yeah. on things makes the world of difference. It's, like yeah, I have it to was, constantly tell myself what I let myself think about is going to affect how my life turns out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I'm constantly dwelling and thinking about oh, I'm so overwhelmed. Oh, I can't believe I have to do this by myself. Oh, I have this. Oh, I have yeah. don't have that. Like Starts in the mind. Yes, it starts in your perspective and mm-hmm. what you allow yourself to dwell mm-hmm. on and to think about. So I have to sometimes force myself to change how I think, what I think on, and yeah. force myself to think on things good, even when I don't want to. Sometimes, right. like you said, you just want to sulk. <laughs> so yeah, like you want to like, have a little pity party. Yeah. <laughs> so when we first started going
1: to are you reformers unanimous yeah. um I would frequently find bad things mm-hmm. my husband is you know going out he didn't come home right away so of course he's at a bar or you know whatever bad things and one of the assistants in RU said to me every time you think of one bad thing you mm-hmm. have to think of three good mm-hmm. so at first it was hard
2: mm-hmm. if, if you're thinking bad yeah. about
1: someone it's hard to come up with three good things but eventually it becomes it so easier. much easier. Like so like yeah. you don't even think about the bad stuff anymore because all you're thinking you're flooding yourself so with all of these good things.
2: good things. Yep. Yeah. So that's really you good. can use it
1: everywhere, not just your whatever, but yeah, you know, that one I have so much laundry, but I have clothes. Yeah. And I have a laundry I have so room. So much <laughs> clothes. I have so many clothes. I have my own washer and dryer. I'm not going yep. to the laundromat yeah. to do this mm-hmm. and yeah. you know, just have a house because you know there are places that are people who don't have homes or whatever you know just three little things that okay yeah i have a lot of laundry but i have a reason to have a lot of laundry i have all these kids that are a blessing
0: yeah you need to find joy and the only one that can give true and as monica said lasting Mm -hmm. joy and go to god with that because i feel like that's easy to say I'm gonna, I'm gonna find sure. joy in yeah. yeah, you, yeah. God. Today, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna reach for the stars, and I'm gonna uh, look at all the positive things, and I'm changing it today. And it's like, yeah. And then you but, walk into the world, and, and then you walk, like, 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 <laughs> like you, you, go leave back home, your prayer yeah. Closet. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Yeah, I you leave understand. your prayer closet exactly, but you leave your prayer closet with the power of God, and that's what I was gonna say yeah. is that, you know god is the one that is going to give the strength and um i think part of that is having faith to believe that he will he will deliver you he will deliver you from the laundry (laughs) he will um strengthen you and give you uh, what you need any closing remarks before we go anybody want to share anything funny story I don't motherhood, though, I think all. We all got laundry to yeah. do, so. yeah. Oh, I do, yeah, I do. You can go look at my laundry room, yes. do, you I want do. do you want me to send you yeah. a picture? Of hey, when we I could go? swap, I'll do your laundry, you do mine. You'll probably yes. get She's a little like, bit of a sure. break because yes. I don't have eight kids, but so we'll probably will be a little bit less, but still,
2: I'm the oldest of six, so we always had tons yeah. of laundry. Tons my of laundry. mom always said, There's so many hands here, why is there so much um cleaning that needs to be done? There's more people here to do more of the cleaning. I'm like because there's more people to make the mess yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah, definitely um and that's where you teach your family to help out you know we all live together and uh we're a team Mm -hmm. so (laughs) um but i have really enjoyed doing the podcast with you guys and i appreciate you doing it yeah and um i hope that you will join um us for the next episode. Um, I'm excited about that. I already have plans for that and you won't want to miss that. And that will come out again at the end of July. But if you listen today, I hope that you are blessed and encouraged. And thank you so much um, for joining us today. And if you need to get away from the crazy one thing that stood out, you know, to me that Heather had said um, in our meeting about the podcast, was, you said, it's times like this, Um, getting together with friends that really help Knowing you're going to go back to crazy and knowing it's going to be chaotic. And it's going to be more crazy when you get home because you were gone. Yeah, yeah, right. Things get That's backed up. It, yes. <laughs> or more messed up. You come back and you're like, what happened? No, I was yeah. gone in an hour. Yeah. Um, but. Um, Anyway, thank you for coming. And again, um, this has been a joy. And again, I hope that you will enjoy this podcast, that you will take um, time to share it with someone that could use the encouragement as well as um, listen to next month's podcast. Um, I look forward to hanging out with you then. Thank you so much for listening to the
2: I Can Relate podcast.